0: happy sunday happy sunday happy mother's day happy mother's day happy mother's day welcome to the dmv's vibe podcast i am miss pink and i'm phyllis swagger And um, on this special day dedicated to mothers, whether you're a first time mother, um, if you're in stepmommy role, if you're playing auntie, godmommy, whatever your role is, we want to wish you a very special happy Mother's Day. Yes, happy
1: Mother's Day.
0: Um, Now, as y'all know, me and Phyllis are aunties and godmothers. Mm I would like to send a special shout out to the people who have made me, you know, put me in these roles, made me eligible to be those things. Um, My brother is, and his wife will be expecting a baby in October. As I know it's my birthday month. We found out it's going to be a girl. So this is niece 1000 for me. But I'm still excited for them. It's their first child. They just got married in January. So we're all looking forward to welcoming that baby. So we did this show um, similar to what we did last year. And just touching on you know, how important mother roles are and um, making sure that it's a healthy mother-daughter relationship or mother-son relationship because it really plays a major part as you become older, when you're dating, or once you become a parent. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: I know that Fearless can attest to working with kids and seeing how um, some of those relationships are with the kids at a younger age.
1: Um, Yeah, it definitely plays out. Um, I've had students where you can say they clearly have mommy issues and they're like, I guess in a way, serial monogamers, which means they're bouncing from female to female to female to female. To female. And I mean, they're in relationships with them, but they're just not lasting. And when you know the background, because you know, with my kids, a lot of times we know the backgrounds of the relationships that they had with their mom, Um, And even for females, um, their relationship with their mother affects how they handle relationships with other females, um, other women. Um, So I feel like having a mother or a mother figure, because, you know, everybody's not raised by their biological mom, but having that motherly figure in your life is very, very important. Um, Because even from the female to male perspective, a lot of times you'll see men will oftentimes treat their, their um, wife or girlfriend, you know, like their mom Mm -hmm. or a lot of times men will seek, especially if they had a, a mom that they truly valued and they loved and they cared about, they will seek qualities there's significant other um that their mom had and I can tell just even in in the dating world dating a man that has mommy issues is not fun um because they're seeking things that you just cannot give them and even though you they'll say them to see you and you you looking at them crazy because it. It sounds crazy to you, but to them like they're dead serious. Like this is something that they're seeking. So it's very important at a young age that um children have that type of figure. And like I said, it doesn't have to necessarily be the woman who gave birth to you, because again, everybody doesn't live with their mom. I've okay? had kids who live with their grandma, they raised by their aunt, they're raised by cousins, they're raised by older siblings. Um but having that older female figure is definitely, definitely important. Um, I would definitely say, personally for myself, all of the females that I've that I grew up around, um, all of the females that I grew up around, they all were older because I have uh, I have older parents, so that's why. People say I'm really 85. Um, but I will definitely say like that's who I looked up to. I, I never looked up to any celebrities or singers or actors. Like I looked up to the women that I was surrounded with or the women that were in my life.
0: So I feel like it's very, very important. Yes. Um, so for me growing up, I've always had my mom, me and my mom have always been close. Um but I decided to venture out on my own Um like 17 and just be in separate areas away from her. And so I experienced a lot of different things and I had a lot of different stages. And I am forever grateful for the other, my other mother role figures because they were able to help me in each stage. They played a significant part. In my growth, and seeing me go through all those emotional changes, um, and so I feel like even even if you don't grow up with with having a mom, I know some people are raised by their grandparents or an aunt, and sometimes when people are thrown into that role, they don't always understand everything that it entails. Um, One of the things that I've learned from just meeting and talking to people is that a lot of people think, you know, just living in a household means that they have this close bond with their mom, but they never received, you know, love in various different ways. They just think love was providing and making sure that they had their daily needs met. Um, But it didn't involve like, uh, you know, sharing their emotions or, you know, getting having real bonding time, whether it just be sitting together and watching TV or eating together, you know, conversing about each other's day. Um, I think some people kind of take it for granted um, because they feel like, oh, I live in the same house, but I see them every day. But if you implant certain things at a younger age, specifically, you know, just asking a child about their day, it makes them feel like what they have to say is important. Um, And it helps kind of build their uh, emotional maturity where they're able to discuss, you know, certain things and they feel like it's a safe atmosphere. And so, Go go ahead.
1: But even, um, just piggybacking off of people living in the same household, like, you have siblings who live in the same household. They see each other every day, and they really have no type of relationship. Like, oh, that's my brother. We live in the same house. Um, So I will say that definitely, because I see it, their kids are living with their mom. But their mother knows nothing about their child. And mm-hmm. so especially coming from the educational side where you're in meetings with these parents and you're telling these parents like, oh, well, your child is this, this, and this, and they're saying this and this, and they're looking at you like you're speaking a foreign language, but Mm -hmm. it's because they never took time to really learn their child, learn their child attitude, favorite color, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, sometimes parents, I've had mothers really, getting their feelings because you're telling them more about their child. Like I had one parent tell me I gave birth to her. You are absolutely correct, ma'am, and nobody okay. is taking that away from you. But however, you know, so just because you, you know, living in a house with your parent doesn't mean that you have a relationship. And I think what we're seeing now, um, society is playing a role in it because mom got work especially if she's a single mother, she got to work two or three jobs. So she's literally working to provide for you physically, like you said, physically, but she's not there socially. The, she's not giving the social, emotional piece. So she's not there socially. She's not there emotionally. So to me, that plays an adverse effect in um, how people view, even view, their mom as they get older. Because sometimes people will harbor that stuff. And when they get older, it turns into other things. So definitely agree with that.
0: Like, um, I emphasize, especially when I worked with kids, um, and especially because we had like so many young parents when I worked in Suitland, just emphasizing like, I know y'all days be long, but sometimes your children really just need y'all undivided attention for a certain amount of time. Say, I think it would really, you know, help cut down on some of the behavior issues. Because some of them really just want their parents undivided time
1: mm-hmm. and understanding
0: that if you're a parent of multiple kids, you have to spend time with them, not only all together, but individually. Um, <clears throat> because their individual needs will be different. Um, uh, I've learned now, as I've gotten older, that if an adult knows their love language, or if they have learned what all the love languages entail, they can try those with their children to see which one of them they respond to the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And I understand in that parent, there is no hand book. I'm not telling y'all how to be no parent. It's just offering suggestions because I've worked with kids in very intimate atmospheres and seeing how they respond to different things. Or they, Some kids have even said, you know, well, my mom doesn't do that with me. And so sometimes they don't know how to express those things to their parents because we are living in a society where, you know, parents are at home a lot less they're either with babysitters or they're with grandparents, aunts and uncles, Um, But whoever they are spending time with, you have to also encourage them to do some of those same things so that it doesn't become something that they missed out on their childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going from one extreme. We're going to hop to the other with people who have um, what I call over love of bond, meaning they're extremely close to their mothers. And um, If you don't have those boundaries set forth, it can become unhealthy, unhealthy um, bonding situation where I know some people say, well, you can never be too close to your parents. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Um, Just understanding that as you go through different stages to, it's good for both the parent and the child, whether you're an adult or whatever to have a healthy boundary with your parent so that they understand that, you know, when you decide to join, join and have a partner and you decide to get married, they can't be that extra person in that relationship. You have to set those boundaries. And I know for some of y'all it'd be hard. Trust me, I done seen it with people who have um, moms who overstep their boundaries into relationships and marriages and it can play a big factor into how that relationship ends. So some of y'all, you know, you got to put foot down put a little bit of bass in your voice.
1: But I also think that's also something that I see with the older generation. Um, I feel like they take it personal because you don't want to tell them everything. They don't want to be open with everything. But I guess at the point, it's like I'm a I'm an adult. So I feel like it's certain things like I'm not about to discuss with my parents. Like, don't take it personal, but I'm grown. Like, and I've said this before, like I've said this to my parents, like, you ain't tell your mama everything once you moved out or you know, you got a certain age. Like, because it's just some things that you don't want them to know. You know what I'm saying? Like I've literally had guys be like, Oh, I know you be telling your mama this and that about all your relationships and you not no, I don't. But there are females who will discuss their entire sex life with their mom. No, thank you. I decline respectfully. Um I'm not doing but that. it's just like to me that's weird because I understand the aspect of, you know, as you get older, like it's a parent but they feel like they're they're friend at the same time but you still have to set those boundaries. Like It's it's very, very strange to me that some people just be saying anything, everything, and I just be like, mm, yeah, no. Yeah. Um,
0: I forgot who posted a clip, but it was like a mother-daughter duo. They watched each other's sex tapes? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, okay, so the show, um, it was on TLC. I watched a couple episodes. I was grossed out. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was talking about relationships that um, mothers and daughters had. I mean, it was, those relationships were strange because they had moms and daughters that were taking baths together or sharing each other's bath water Mm -hmm. or mom moved moved next door and like she was always at the house and the husband's like, okay, like, can we get some private time some independence um they were just it's, it was a lot of oversharing to me and the dynamics of the relationship was weird and it was one where i think it was that the the girl was a little bit younger cuz most of the people that were on it the the daughters were like you know 25 30 plus this one i believe this this girl i think she was like in her late teens and like she was her mom ended up getting married and she didn't want to go to the wedding because she felt like her husband was taking her mom away like it was just a a lot of weird dynamics don't remember the name of it but if y'all ever get a chance to look at some of the episodes it's going to gross you out it's going to freak you out and it's going to be like mm. And yes, it was black folk on there too. Cause the black the black mother and daughter was the one that was watching each other's sex tape and critiquing each other's sexual activities in the bedroom. Gross. Um so yeah, I that is a bond that I
0: do not desire
1: actually with anyone. So <laughs> yeah.
0: and I said this before, like when it comes to even friend dynamics, a lot of my friends are more open to discussing like sexual situations or things they do with their partner Um no I don't want to talk about it I talk about with my partner but I don't want I don't know I said maybe it's the way that I was raised I don't know yeah, I'm like I'll say like
1: little jokes but I'm not about to be like yeah girl because he had me like this he be doing like I'm not giving you a full rundown of what goes on behind those doors with me my like I'm just not doing that it's weird
0: Yes. Um, I will say that uh, emotional neglect is another one of those major things that tied into um, our first topic of you can be present and still be emotionally neglecting um, your child. And sometimes even when you get to those teenage years, like it's really prime time, and there is going to be. I feel like that's when a lot of mother daughters struggle a lot mm-hmm. with their relationships. When you get into those teenage years, um, because they're trying to learn their independence, they're trying to really, you know, understand who they are and who they're becoming. But please be patient with y'all, with y'all teenagers, um, <clears throat> from somebody who has worked with. Um, teens, once they realize that, you know, their parent is not their enemy, they will get to a, a, what I call the balance space will, where they will begin to share certain things with you. You just really have to be patient and pay attention to their emotions and how they're reacting in certain situations. Um. And again, to allow them to have that space. Please don't be one of them parents that when your child is writing in their diary, just go and invade their privacy. Please don't be one of them parents. Yeah, I had that happen and I was over it.
1: It was like,
0: for real, sis, I never had that, but I also, like, I took a book bag everywhere and I used to keep mine in my book bag. So, but it's just really learning Um, that goes into the boundaries and, you know, just still creating that safe space and remembering that, yes, you are a parent, but trying not to react or overreact um, to certain things when they are expressing themselves to you. Now, I do want to go to the part of, you know, people who might not have grown up with a mother figure. I want you to understand that It is never too late to align yourself with people who um, could be mother figures. Um, I've come, I've found, I ended up with a mother figure at a job that I was at for eight years. Like, you will meet people in different settings. But the one thing you have to be careful with is making sure that you're not trauma bonding with someone. You can trauma bomb with people who are older than you. It was something that they might have lacked and you might have lacked and then y'all have that common thing. But if they have not healed, they will not be a healthy mother figure for you. Mm-hmm. Um so I was on this website called WehaveKids.com and it talks a lot about family relationships and They give five ways to heal from an emotionally absent mother. Um, So the first one was find a mother figure. The second one was mother yourself, examine and forgive, make your home child-centered, and give yourself permission to feel everything. So the, the one I want to speak about the most, um, one of the ones is mothering yourself. It's um, allowing yourself to treat yourself well, which is, becomes a part of self care, mm-hmm. um, nurturing yourself, mm-hmm. and and pouring into yourself whether it be positive mm-hmm. affirmations. Okay watching, watching um, informative series so that you understand and can process your feelings. It can also be, you know, getting those tools from, um, from a counselor or, or a psychiatrist, therapist. It's just making sure that you advocate for yourself. You really examine your feelings and process them. As we stated before, that healing journey is not going to be easy. It's going to be some days where you just need to cry and scream. It's perfectly okay. Um, There may be some days where, you know, your thinking may not always align with what you're trying to do because you have to train your mind to be stronger than the things that you're trying to overcome. Um, I know one of the people that everybody likes to go to is, uh, or look at is, um, I'm probably going to mess her name up, Ayanla Van Zant. Ayanla yeah. (laughs) And so um, she has touched on like a lot of, there have been a lot of episodes where she has really um, toned in or honed in on those mother-daughter relationships and mother-son relationships, and so <clears throat> I know there have been a lot of people that can relate to that. Um, there are several books about, you know, healthy healthy relationships with your mother figure. So just make sure that y'all do the research and get the resources so you can have these healthy relationships and that you don't, you definitely want to be um, proactive about trying to break that cycle so that if you do decide to have kids or be with someone who has kids, you're not um, projecting that onto them. So uh, part of that was the examine and forgive. Uh, We did a whole series on forgiveness and understanding that forgiveness is not Solely based on the other person, it's you allowing yourself, and you know, giving giving yourself th- that understanding that you know you didn't deserve that. It was not times out of ten. It was not your fault. And just forgiving yourself for allowing yourself to be in that situation. I think a lot of people sometimes when they go through certain things they blame their self um yes we do want y'all to take accountability for the role that you played but everything that happened to you is not always your fault sometimes it is out of your control and that's one of the big things is um forgiving yourself for the things that were out of your control Now, the one that um, on this list that threw me off a little bit was making your home child center because I didn't know what they was trying to say <laughs> at first. But um, it's really just having that atmosphere that if you don't have kids, it's just really reiterating, you know, things that you felt that you might have missed out on your childhood, being able to enjoy them and understand that it was okay, that it may not have been in your childhood, but still getting to experience it at no matter what age you are. And if you are a parent, um, to make the conscious effort to have that child center home where you don't burden them with adult issues, um, that sometimes um, can be a struggle because I know um, unconsciously, sometimes we have conversations in front of children that they probably shouldn't hear. Mm-hmm. And they take it upon themselves to think that they're supposed to fix it. Um, so it's really just, you know, just like they need a healthy outlet. When you're an adult, you need a healthy outlet as well. So just make sure that, you know, the you're mindful of the things that you say in front of your children so that you allow your child to be a child.
1: Yes, definitely. Because I have heard things come out of kids and I'm just wondering You definitely be sitting around adults mm-hmm. based on the stuff that they may say, even just how they act. You can tell like that they're definitely always in the mix when grown people are talking. Because it's just like, what? Like, they sound like old people. And it's just like, huh? Like, where did, you know what I'm saying? Like, where did that even come from? like, And then, I'm going to say this again, parents. Please watch watch the business that you discuss around your kids. Not even with them, just around them. Because they're going to tell it. Like, all of it. All of it, like it's it, I've like <laughs> this. Year, I've had kids. I've been like, come on. I've been like, mm-mm. now your mama would not want us to know that. Can you keep that in the house between you and your mom? Like, so definitely be very careful um, because even when you think they're not listening, mm. they're listening. So just be mindful um,
0: in that thought process. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do want to talk a little bit about gift ideas. <laughs> so prior to doing this show, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about fearless and receiving gift ideas for um, Teacher Appreciation Week. So um, for the adults, that means if you're a dad, even if you and the other parent are not together, um, y'all got to know something about about the the mothers of y'all children. And if nothing else, you can at least get them a card and a gift card. But there are so many different things that um, I think mothers appreciate, whether it's just giving them a day to themselves. Um, I've seen a lot of women say they just want to be left alone. Like, -hmm. take the kids.
1: And you and the kids carry on about your business. And I just want to date to myself.
0: Yes. I know there's some mothers who enjoy spa days or whether it's just getting in their feet and nails done. Sometimes, um, you know, because moms are pulled on so much that they don't get to do things for themselves. And that's where it comes into certain things. They just they don't want to be bothered. <laughs> like on Mother's mm-hmm. Day, sometimes it even shows like for their birthday. It's like, no, I just want to be by myself. I just want some quiet time. So, um, if you're struggling trying to figure out, you know, how to give a gift, um, and you don't want to ask, and you truly want it to be surprises, and I seem it seems like it's easier to buy mom gifts than it is dad.
1: Um, um I don't know. I feel like if you know the person like it's not that hard like even i don't know why i asked my mom what she wanted and she told me so like my mom mother's day and my dad's birthday always like they even on the same day or they one day they always right there together so i'm always spending money around this time so i already got my mom something anyway but then i just asked her what she wanted Tell me what she wanted. So I already got it. It's just right around in my trunk. Um, but I feel like if you know the person, because even the person that I was dealing with last year for Father's Day, I knew what he liked. So when I would, I'm a thoughtful gift giver. So I really put my thoughts in the gift. So like, <laughs> it's don't judge me, people. But when it comes <laughs> to like Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthday gifts, like I start planning ahead of time. So like I started shopping for Mother's Day last month because I am I really put thought into the gift. And then I pay attention to that person, like what they like, what they don't like, like what do they like to wear? Oh, you like to wear Nike sweats all the time. All right. So for Father's Day, that's what I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you a little Nike sweats. You know what I'm saying? So I pay attention to stuff like that. So I think we know that Mother's Day and Father's Day comes at same time every year every second uh, Sunday in May and every, what, no, every first Sunday in May, I think, and every, no, second Sunday in May, and every second Sunday in June or whatever. You know it's coming. So, yeah. like, start planning. Like, Mother's Day about to go. June is next month. Start trying to figure out what your baby father want, what your husband-in-law want, what your dad Don't want. Me.
0: Don't be like me. No, I, I, I don't like
1: doing last minute stuff because, like, even with I'm that way with Christmas too. Like Christmas, I start shopping in November. Like last year, yeah, last year I started a little bit late, but I still started. I started on Black Friday. Like I'll send the bed and just all the stuff. So I don't like to be in that like rush. I haven't got my cards. That's what I need to do actually. But other than that, oh no, gifts, gifts already gotten. Like I, I
0: ain't got time. See, for me, it's different because I don't see my dad as much. And so the only thing I really know that he likes is the Washington Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, usually his gifts are somewhat surrounded around that. But every time he gets a gift, he always be like, you didn't have to do that. And I just be like, can you just say thank you and smile? Like, don't tell me I didn't have to do it because now I'm going to take that. I want to take it back. Take my money back. And then with my mom, she'd be like. Oh, no, I don't want nothing. Like, my mom literally says birthday, Christmas, every every single gift-giving holiday, my mom says she don't want nothing. So, um, I just stopped asking her, and I just do random just stuff it. for her. Yeah. Because I just don't be knowing no more. Now, my grandmother is different. Like, I generally um, send her stuff. Or, like, when I lived in Texas, I would take her things because I know what kind of stuff she likes. And she was always excited. I like people who give me excitement when they receive their gifts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, my parents, they suck when I give them gifts. It's, they, their energy just don't be what I need it to be. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Great. But um, I think this is going to be the first time I really like spent Mother's Day with my mom. Because for whatever reason, the past several years... I've reversed it. i go be with my dad on Mother's Day and my mom on Father's Day. I don't know. In my mind, I, that's just what happens. Um, I think part of it is because the one thing my dad cherishes is um, having all the all his kids together. Mm-hmm. And so that generally happens. They come in town for Mother's Day and for Father's Day they be gone. Yeah. Um, but Mother's Day, I don't, and before we end this show, I just want to tell y'all that um, dads, I know that y'all don't get the shine that y'all always want for Father's Day. Y'all feel like the mamas get it all, but y'all are appreciated, especially the ones, you know, um, sometimes, some kids only have their dads. Mm-hmm. You know it. Um, y'all are highly appreciated. Shout out to y'all. Um but please let their mamas get their shine on Mama's Day. Please. Yes, please don't be a better baby daddy. Please don't. So we said we're going to keep this episode short and sweet. We want y'all to enjoy Mother's Day. Um, we hope y'all enjoyed the day. Spend all the time you need with your mother or mother figures, grandmothers, whoever. We will have a special show to... um. To end season four. It will be our last live show. On the. What's that? The 15th?
1: May 15th 15th, I think.
0: Um, Yes. We will have the young greats. And we will be in the studio with them. Promo will be dropping. For that. Um, I'm going to show. At the end. I'm going to show a couple of events. That are coming up. For the rest of May. Um. We will be at the All Girls Car Show on the 21st. We're gonna slide through the All Girls Car Show and record a little bit of content there and then we will see y'all out in the streets at a couple of pop up and community events. I told y'all it was gonna be a little bit different. We outside. Yeah, we outside. To stay released their restrictions. Um she said she on the sidewalk. She waiting for us. <laughs> got go But um also throughout this summer, what we're gonna try to do is uh, have our brunches still. So you'll see information posted on social media about brunch dates as well as Parents Day is July 24th. We are going to do a raffle where one father and one mother will be selected to receive gift baskets. And so, um, all that information will be dropping in the upcoming weeks, and of course, I'm gonna let Phyllis go ahead and kick it off with wisdom of the week,
1: hey, y'all. So, I hope y'all enjoy um, the day, loving on y'all mamas and them, you know, whoever it is, uh, that you deem as a mother mother figure to you, um. But my wisdom of the week is take some time for yourself. I think that we are in a world where it's so much going on, Um, so so much going on with politics, so much going on. Where I feel like a lot of us are in survival mode, like we just going day by day just to survive. But really, take some time for yourself. Um, it's getting warm outside, so it's more things you can do. Um, take time to re recenter yourself. Um, that's something that I like to do, um, and I'm definitely planning some time to do that for myself. I like to sit by water. I like to be by the water. So I'll go to like Lake Artemisia out there, or um, once my ankle is fully back 100%, I'll go back to running the Woodrow Wilson with Bridge. water so i like being by the water um that's like how i center myself or whatever believe it or not nature is very calming Hmm. um but yeah definitely take some time for yourself take some time to relax take some time to reset because you get right going to a new season you know new season the changes always come you're you change we change all the time so i'm gonna say Take some time for yourself. After y'all done pulled everything into your mamas and spending time with your your family, take some time for yourself. Reset, regroup, and go throughout the week. And, of course, always remember to live, fearless, but do it responsibly. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Responsibly. uh, Responsibly. so the last thing I want to throw out there is I stayed on the last show May 10th. is World Lupus Day. Make sure y'all wear y'all purple for that. Um, and we really hope y'all enjoy your Mother's Day. Um, you know, it's always great to give tribute to anybody who played an important role in your life, giving them their flowers while they're still here. If you want to work on a relationship... As long as they're still above, six feet above this ground, I mean, as long as they're still above ground, um, it's not too late to try and have that conversation and fix it. Um, I want y'all to, any relationship that y'all, you know, you feel is not, it's not working no more, it's okay to cut them people off.
1: Mm-hmm. No matter how
0: long y'all known each other, you know, we grow every day. Every month, every year. Sometimes people grow apart. It doesn't mean that they're a horrible person. Stay, stay your path. Keep just stay focused, y'all. And we hope y'all enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday. Bye, bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, hey. Y'all know the fuck going on. All right? Oh, Early morning, wicked bacon, fuck the bitches on a daily basis. Just text no conversation. Give a digging, baby, no relation. Gotta keep it basic. Jug, jug when I'm modulating. Nigga, work, work is my occupation. Never obligated, listen to the hit. You just just thinking cause you know they hate. Early morning, wicked bacon, a fuck the bitches on a daily basis.